Hi everybody, my name is Daniel and I live with my sectarian parents. No, not with those nice people who sing on the streets. I live with really tough dudes who forbid me everything. When I was a kid, I sincerely thought that I was a happy child. Me and my parents lived in a super safe community. There were a lot of kids and no one bothered us with total control. We could walk for hours, almost until dawn, do what we wanted, and play any game that our imagination could think of. The only thing was that all this was possible if you did your homework. It is clear that no one gave anything complicated to the younger ones, but everyone had their own duties, such as bringing water from the well, weeding vegetables in the beds, helping with the house cleaning, and caring for small animals, like chickens or rabbits. We lived on natural farming, that is, what we could grow everything ourselves just as a way of survival. I can't say we were brainwashed or anything. Yeah, I knew my parents went to a special house where they talked to other residents of the community and with the main dude who called himself a preacher, but kids were not dragged there unless voluntarily. And then when I got a little older, I started to notice that not everyone in this fabulous place is as nice and happy as parents and babies. Many of the older guys who are 16 or more behaved extremely strange. If I knew anything about psychology, I would say that they are angry and at the same time, afraid. But isn't our village the safest place? And then I finished junior school in the village and my parents sent me to study further in the big city. And then it hits me. I was a teenager and although I had never been outside the community before, I used my head not only to put the food there, so at first, I was scared, yeah. Well, a big city, a lot of people running somewhere like an anthill, but not from above, but from the inside. Plus cars, appliances, phones. The big world in general is hard on the eyes and ears if you find yourself in it for the first time. You probably won't understand because you are used to it. And for me, all this nonsense was a miracle. And at school, Kids looked like little cover models, dressed in beautiful clothes. Girls had some makeup and hairstyles with a good smell of perfume, fashionable notebooks and lunchboxes. And on the opposite side was me, wearing my dad's rags with a sack and a plastic bag, almost on the bark writing. Naturally, the first thing I did when I came to my parents was to ask them to buy me some normal clothes. And here is where the Paradise Island Far From Civilization gave the first crack. It turned out that materialism is an evil unworthy of a man and that you need to appreciate what you have and be grateful. How could I be grateful if I was being laughed at? I looked like a scarecrow, but I also behaved a little better. But I couldn't complain either because the preacher forbade it. Just for you to understand, the preacher wasn't forbidding something that was horrible and corrupting. No, my parents on his behalf forbade me to wear normal shoes only handmade by dad from genuine leather. The clothes were also homespun, made of wool or cotton, and mom made them by herself. But if this can be attributable to the eco world, how do you like the ban on the salt? What's wrong with salt? According to the parents' version, it's actually from the devil, and the food must be fresh and it should not cause a temptation. I don't know how I lived until I became 14 and I didn't phase out of my mind because I noticed more and more contradictions between the way we lived and the normal, comfortable life of ordinary people. Well, like elementary, you cannot manually dig some huge fields, but quite buy a special car, 
or at least buy a horse. If we take care of the environment, it's still easier. But no, technology was banned. Medicine in the style of is not dead and well turned out to be one of the most severe deceptions. It turned out that in the world, there are medicines for fever and headaches, and if you suffer from a stomach, it is enough to drink a tablet and not chew burdock in the hope that you will heal. I also remembered our cemetery outside the community gate and asked myself how many of those who lay there could have survived. There were a lot of little things, but they were a lot less important than nothing. Like, well, like a little dosed up sadism, like washing only in well water, so icy that I couldn't help wishing I was in hell and getting warm. You can live without a phone, without a computer too, but without a doctor? Well, you can also live, but not for too long. And when it all came to me, I decided it was time to rebel. I went to my parents and told them from the doorway that I no longer wanted to live like them. Staying in the community is their choice, not mine, which means I can choose what I like best. And that's when I realized why all the teenagers in our village were scared. They took me to the preacher and just left me alone with him. And at first, everything looked quite peaceful. He tried to tell me how to live and love, but then this. Of course, at school, I was not particularly favored, but I was not a total outcast, so I knew something. For example, there are many religions, and that everyone chooses which of the ways to communicate with God is closer to him. Even the harshest official religions did not forbid the use of all that was necessary. Even the modern Amish, who were not much different from us, were more enlightened and gave their young people a choice. I answered all this to the preacher in his speech that it is good to follow in the footsteps of parents. Therefore, the preacher abruptly turned from the theory of good and love to the most common threats. I was told that I could go if I wanted to, of course, but I would never go back. I can immediately forget about my parents, friends, native people, and the fact that I once had a home. I was also enlightened about what happens to runaway children in a big city. It helped for a while. I really began to be afraid that I would just be thrown out into nowhere and without everything. And then, no, I knew about crime and other senior things we were told at school. But I was not afraid of mysterious maniacs, not at all. I was afraid of the preacher. We have lost people in the community before, and it was served in various ways. Someone went into the forest and got lost. Someone renounced our community. In short, there were options. And after our conversation with the preacher, I wondered for the first time if everything was so voluntary. In short, I suddenly wanted to rebel. But I decided that if my parents approved of it, it was up to them. And I will try to build my own life, preferably safe and away from the community. My parents, at the suggestion of the preacher, forbade me anything at all. You cannot walk, you cannot stay at school. By the way, why I was not taken, I wonder. You cannot read books, including textbooks. You cannot communicate with other guys, especially with girls. It's easier to say that I was allowed to. You could sit in your room or be required to go to preaching or to pray more. At the same time, I was forbidden to use the school bus because comfort develops permissiveness and I had to walk 10 kilometers in one direction six days a week. Any weather in leather loafers instead of normal shoes. My life has become more like torture, daily constant torture for just thinking that what's going on is not right or healthy. Even when the punishment from the preacher was over, the parents decided that the idea was just a miracle and left everything as it is. And in this mode, I managed to learn. And in parallel, I was looking for contacts for different people. It was also difficult that there were only 10 students from the community in the school. 
and each one followed the others to report back. Whistleblowing was encouraged, and you could grab bonuses like a gift or an extra portion of food. But even so, almost at the limit of my abilities, I managed to contact the police and convey to the authorities the idea that people are being killed in our sect. Someone literally, and someone with all these stupid prohibitions and lack of help. And you know what I got in return? No way. I was contacted right at school and told that there was nothing they could do. The sect is officially registered, pays taxes, and in general, the documents look great. Even children here in school are enlightened. Yeah, except we're not allowed to read textbooks. And the police can't get me out of there alone. My parents are responsible and capable. There's no family violence, I'm fed and trained, and sectarianism is no surprise to anyone now. Time is such. Wait for the age of majority. Anyway, I haven't studied since. I don't know how or why, but my parents, through a preacher, made a certificate that I was being transferred to homeschooling in order to not detach from spirituality. This is a quote, if anything, and began a full plate. If this is what heaven looks like in my parents' world, then I can have a place in hell. It's warm and smells good, because from that moment on, I was stripped of everything, all in all, including clothing and bedding. They fed me once a day with something dubious, and I had to sleep on the stone floor and wear only a thin linen shirt. Sometimes I was allowed to sit in the yard, but it would have been better not, because it was winter and the house was cold and the street was a nightmare. I was not allowed to talk to other people, even my mouth was forbidden to open, and as a punishment, I was locked in a basement without water or light for several days. In the end, I just ran away. The police wanted domestic violence. I have it. From my appearance and pneumonia, it was clear that I was never okay at all. Only, I didn't go to them anymore. I went straight to the guardianship service and demanded that my parents be deprived of their parental rights. And then, I passed out and lay with a temperature under 40 for several weeks. As a result, I now live in a boarding school, and my parents are under investigation. The community did not help. The preacher even gave some interview about strays from the herd and something about the wrong understanding of love. I think he just didn't expect me to be able to escape. And then Corny merged. I don't want to remember everything that happened to me just because it's really hard. And I advise you, if you are offered a paradise on earth, run immediately without hesitation. There is no heaven on earth. There is only hell and devils, which are covered with beautiful words. Write in the comments what hard sects you've encountered. Share my story with those who may be trapped. And be adequate. Please learn not to blindly believe other people, because it can cost you your freedom or your whole life.